and welcome. I'm so glad you're here tuning in for another episode of Business Mastery with Tara Malel. This episode is going to be another deep dive to the point, no BS, on how we can upskill our own knowledge, enhance our strengths to expand our impact and share our passion with the world. Sit back, relax, and let's jump in. Today's guest is Jessie Harris-Booten. She's a wife, mom of five, and a 17-year entrepreneur, both on and offline. She's an author, a podcaster, a speaker, and a former professional race car driver. As the creator and founder of the Millionaire Mompreneur Project, Jessie helps others increase their impact and income, but not their to-do list by standing out as an authority in the industry. This is one fascinating lady. All right. Hello and welcome back everyone to Business Mastery Tribe. I am so, so fortunate to be with the wonderful Jessica Booten all the way from the US across the sea. So she is up very, very early and I am up quite late (laughs) at the time of this recording. Hey, Jessica, thank you so much for joining us. Oh my gosh. So excited to be here. Thank you. And I'm going to tell you right now, don't feel bad is what I meant to say. You can call me Jesse because I don't even know. My, the only time anybody calls me Jessica is when I'm in trouble. Oh, <laughs> no, no, definitely not in trouble. Definitely not in trouble. Awesome, <laughs> Jesse. I'm so glad. I just didn't know because on, yeah, I just didn't I know. know but I'm glad I, I for some reason, I don't know why actually that's happening for you. It's, I've never seen it. It always says Jesse Harris Bowen normally. And today it says just Jessica Bowen. So I don't know if Zoom is screwy today or what. <laughs> or Zoom is getting you in trouble. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, everyone would have heard a little bit about you at the intro at the top of this episode, but can you go ahead and just tell people a little bit more about you, your background, where you've come from, um, and where you and your business are at right now? Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. So, um, I have a really long story. It's a 17 year entrepreneur story. Um, so we'll try to be as brief as possible and then we can kind of pull out what you feel like will fit best with your, uh, listeners as we go afterwards. So I'm a long time dreamer and really also a long time, uh, struggler, somebody who had a big dream, but always just came up short, you know, tried and tried and tried that came up short. And so over the years that really discouraged me, made me feel like I really wasn't good enough and I could never amount to anything. And, you know, we're talking in my teenage years. So at some point I said, well, you know what, if I can't be, you know, the best volleyball player out there and the best, you know, kid at school work and so on, I'm just going to basically quit. And so I, I basically took a little coast ride after high school. I did go to college part-time, but really didn't apply myself at all and just felt like my life wasn't really going anywhere. I had a lot of, you know, past personal stuff. I lost my father when I was 11 unexpectedly to a heart attack. Mm -hmm. And so I just had some things I think that were kind of, you know, festering inside. And I had always had this dream growing up that I wanted to be a race car driver. You know, they ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? And everybody's like, oh, I want to be a doctor or a firefighter or an astronaut or, you know, I don't know, whatever. For me, it was a race car driver. 
And I decided I was going to go travel the Northeast and just introduce myself to different people and see if I could get the opportunity to drive race cars. Fast forward about five years, I did get that opportunity. And I actually did that for the next seven years. I retired as the winningest driver in both the male and female category when I decided to get married and have kids. And I tell you that the title, not to brag, but because I think at some point we're going to dive into that a little bit in this episode of what I really do believe helped me be successful amidst Mm. that struggle originally. And what then carried on over into my extended entrepreneurship. So back then when I was driving race cars, I actually was also pitching fortune 500 companies with multi-million dollar contracts because that's the type of contracts it took for us to go drive those cars. It was over a million dollars a year. And so that was my first go at entrepreneurship. And then I met my husband and he had just opened a physical therapy clinic, which we now still own uh, 19 years. Actually, he just celebrated 19 years in April. And I, you know, started going in on the back end there, helping him. I had had some past experience when I was going to college, I worked for an office. And so we built that up quite well at the same time as I decided to open a side coaching gig because I was depressed. I didn't know what to do anymore when I was, you know, left my big professional racing career and was lifting up my husband's dream. But I was feeling like I was just a mom and a wife and Mm. I got lost. So, (laughs) you know, super long story short is that spiraled me into a really good, good place, which was starting an online coaching business myself. And I've been going at that now for close to six years. So that was a whole lot in a really short amount of time. But what I think is important to note, and I, I will really be excited to dive into this is, you know, it's 17 years for me as an entrepreneur and I still don't feel like I've made it, but on the outside looking in as the creator and founder of the Millionaire Mompreneur brand, somebody who has two very successful businesses in the seven figure range, um, other people are like, what are you crazy? And I'm like, "Eh, it's just entrepreneurship. Yes. Yes. No, I love that. I love that. And I guess, you know, the the reason for me asking, and yes, we are going to dive into it more is because people think that it's like you just woke up one day and you were this successful person, you know, it's, it's, it's the idea of that um, you said, Oh, I'm going to have a coaching business. And so you woke up and you went great. Now I've got a successful coaching business, you know, and it's like, it's absolutely not that quick. It's not that simple. And it's not always that clear, you know, and I really love how you said, especially from coming out, the coaching has sort of been born out of um, being a mom and, and doing this thing, you're like, I, you know, I love my kids and I, I love the space that I'm in, but there's something that's still missing. You know, there's something that I'm still lost as to who I am. And so that is a whole process in and of itself to, I guess, um, grow out of and come to terms with. And then on top of that, grow and get clarity around what this next business or entrepreneurial journey is going to be for you. So I always find that super fascinating um, and something that people don't really talk about um, or really dive into. So um, starting with that, let's go back. I want to desperately hear about this race car driving life side to yourself. I really want to hear about that. What did it, 
what did it take? Because of course, like, and I didn't even, I don't know anything about race cars, so I'm not going to pretend. Um, <laughs> but, but of course, yeah, it didn't even occur to me. You'd have to be pitching because it's, it's all about the endorsements, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, to exactly. You. And I actually credit all of my race car driving days and experiences to everything I've been able to do now mm. in entrepreneurship as a um, actual business owner in the physical therapy space, as well as the online virtual coaching space. Um, I mean, I, you tapped on it really briefly and I will just share that I struggled a lot. You know, my husband, even we struggled a lot in his business, um, mm. especially with the type of overhead you have to have when you're starting a brick and mortar, in our case, a health industry that needed tons of machines and such. Um, it definitely did not just come out swinging, you know, boom, massive success, uh, mm. in my coaching business. I think I spent two years spinning my wheels, spending way more than I ever made. And it was a slow process. Even when I started to make money again, I was investing a lot of time and a lot of energy and I had help. And Mm. I was, I mean, just, just people, you guys know, how much do you spend just on the equipment and such that you need virtually? Right. I mean, Mm. it's amazing. I think entrepreneurship gets looked at as the new American dream right now of, Oh, anybody can start a business for nothing. Mm -hmm. And not, I'm not saying that you can't, (laughs) but it doesn't mean you're going to be successful. It takes a Uh lot more than that. And this is kind of where I credit my race car driving experience. I, I really was back then a manifesting maven more or less. And I didn't, I didn't know it at the time. I didn't know it till mm. long after I retired and I took a look at, at what it was that I was doing. And, you know, I tapped on the fact that, you know, I was a world champion and I retired as the winningest driver. And actually now 10 years later, still hold that title out of anyone ever in that division. And I'm, I'm proud of that, but it's because of something that I call I call it the one thing formula. It's something I created myself um, when Mm. I became originally a certified life coach, because (laughs) this is a really great secret. The reason I became (laughs) a life coach was plain and simple because I knew that I wouldn't stay accountable to my goals. So if I had to keep other people accountable to their goals, then it would force me to show up for mine. (laughs) Boom. There it is. (laughs) And, And I, it's just, it's just being, it's being real, you know, and we're yeah. humans and as humans, it is hard to get knocked down <laughs> repeatedly. Mm. It is hard to not get what we want the first time around. And I truly believe that that's why the statistics on entrepreneurs of who's successful and who's not is the way that it is. I'd love it if we could flip the script and make it an 80, 20, where 80 are successful and 20% are not plain and simple because we actually go into it realistically. People think they're going to hit a home run based on what they see on social media. And when they don't, they think they suck. And it's not that they suck. It's that they don't understand. It's like a rite of passage to have to go through these struggles and to see them as an opportunity to learn, right? Like you Mm. win or you learn. That's something I think we all in the personal development space talk about a lot, but it's, it's really true. And so the gravity of the fact that this race car that I drove years ago had the power to not just take me to the finish line as the winner, but to get me to the finish line or, you know, kill me in the process because Mm -hmm. of an explosion (laughs) or a parachute failure or somebody else crossing over the center line into uh, my lane, which all of those happened many a times. And again, at over 300 miles per hour, these cars left, 
at 5G forces off the start line. And so that realistic um, uh, mm. reality, I guess, of that, oh my God, I either need to be on my A game or it's going to kill me or hurt me was great. And that's mm. where I invented what I call the one thing formula, which is knowing what you want and then showing up as who you need to be to achieve it. And mm -hmm. a lot of times, um, you know, you, you touched on it. It's 6am my time. It's 9pm your time. Mm -hmm. um, I've already been up for two hours. I'm sure you're going to stay up and do more work. Like yep. <laughs> it takes so much to show up and be who we need to be as these successful. And I'm air quoting right now, you know, yep. entrepreneur, it is not all sunshine and rainbows. And I love what I do. Please do not get me wrong. I love it so much that I will stay up late. I will get up early and so on um, and do all the hard things and get the thousand no's for the one yes. Mm. But it is really the truth that so very often we aren't showing up as who we need to achieve that. And I say one thing, and this is the power. Everybody tries to do all the things, right? For me, mm -hmm. I have one main focus. And back then it was race car driving. I knew that I needed to show up as a world champion before I ever was. And if I did, it would allow me to really drive the pants off that car. And yeah. obviously it worked to my advantage. And it was then something that I've been able to apply to my parenting, to my health goals. I mean, I used the same strategy to lose 20 pounds in six weeks when I couldn't lose it for over a year because I finally just got serious and showed up as who I mm. needed to. So, you know, I carry that over into everything that I do now, even in both my brick and mortar and my online coaching business. But yeah, I mean, oh, I'm so sorry because I could go on and on here on a lot of different <laughs> things, but no, I want to make fantastic. sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate it. I want to make sure that they're kind of hearing what, what I know I wish I heard more of when I was first yeah. getting started. And that's why I was so excited that this was the topic that you were sharing because so many people on their podcast just share the, the highlight reel, right? And mm -hmm. you're sharing the highlight reel, R-E-A-L. And it's <laughs> not to discourage people by any means. It's just to be real honest with them. So they understand what they're getting into and, and yeah. understand that it might be 17 years before mm -hmm. you feel like you made it. And then maybe you still won't like I know. That's it. That's it. And, you know, and I'm so glad that you're, you're sharing this point and you're honing, really honing in on it because yeah, like you said, it's not something that we talk about. Um, and then it gives us these false expectations going in. And I think anyone can make, you're right, anyone can um, have a business, can build their own business. Anyone can and can go on this journey. There's no secret source. There's nothing, I don't consider there's anything more um, special about me. There's nothing, no more sort of skills or abilities or aptitudes that I have that are better than anyone else. It really is just that um, persistence and that determination. Like you said, having that one focus, what is that one thing that you want? And you just keep going for it again and again and again. Um, no matter how many times maybe people don't support you or discourage you, um, doesn't matter how many no's that you get, you 
you just keep going for it. You pivot, you adjust, you realign, but you still keep going for that one thing. So I really love that formula that you've got in that, um, that focus. I think it keeps it really simple, really clear. Um, and that's, that's kind of it. If people, if anyone on here is listening to a, the number one thing you need or some special source, it's really what you just said. You have that focus and go for it. Like that's it. And you just keep going for it no matter uh, what. Right. It's just, I it's crazy. Agree. Because everybody gets kind of stuck. And I, I, this was natural for me too. Everybody gets stuck on the, but how, right? Like I was like, but how will I ever be a professional race car driver? And mm -hmm. I just kept showing up, you know, for five years, spending yeah. $60,000, shaking so many hands. Like I said, I really legitimately mm -hmm. probably heard 1000 no's before I got one. Yes. And mm -hmm. it was hard, right? I mean, I cried a lot of tears. I wanted to give up yes. a lot. I just have a personal policy that you can give up today, but not tomorrow. And so, mm. you know, part of that one thing formula I say is you've got to decide what you want. You've got to show up as who you need to be to achieve it. You need to never give up. And then when you do that, this is the really cool thing. When you do that, the elusive how is naturally revealed because you just mm. keep taking the next step, which when you take that next step, it reveals the next step and the next mm. step and the next step. And that was how I became a race car driver, although I had no idea how I would do it. It's how I lost that 20 pounds in six weeks, even mm. though I had no idea that that was truly going to happen until it happened, right? Um, mm. and, and so on, right? And definitely, definitely now in my businesses, you know, we're at the time of this recording navigating coronavirus and mm -hmm. it has definitely changed the landscape of both of my businesses but especially my brick and mortar physical therapy clinic yeah. right we yeah. we've literally had to close down a portion we've had to furlough some of our employees and and like i said we're a seven figure business 19 years strong with 15 employees it it broke our heart to have to look at how do we how do we not just react here, but mm. be proactive and stay committed to just doing the next best thing so that we can hopefully not just survive, but continue to thrive. And, you know, that is not something that you can just kind of try to do amidst all the other things. I mean, it is our one and only main focus there. I have one focus in that clinic always as an owner. And then I have one focus in my coaching business as an owner mm. and you, you've got to do less better. That has been something that has been game changing for me oh, over the that years. That is massive. That is massive. Can you say that again for everyone? Yeah. I, I've really made my focus to always doing less better. And yes. I've real, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I've, I've kind mm. of realized that, let's just be honest, we attract what we are, not what mm -hmm. we want, right? Mm. And I understand that we have these laundry list of things that we want to do or need to do and so on. But for someone who is now currently home with kids, five kids, ages eight and under, one of which oh is gosh. four months old and literally oh on the gosh. boob half the day, um, <laughs> trying to run two businesses and teach three kids and all of that, you write the cooking, yeah. the cleaning, so on. I don't have a part-time babysitter anymore. I don't have a part-time house cleaner. Mm. And my husband is still going into the office um, all day. So I'm, I'm doing this on my own. It's hard. And yeah. if I was just attacking all the things on the to-do list, nothing would get done. So what I do is I pick and choose two to three things that if I could finish in that day, 
I will go to bed and feel accomplished and not cry my eyes out. And yeah. I just put all my focus on those. That's it. So I am somebody who believes in the power of batching. I batch mm. everything that I do, whether it's in my home, whether it's in my mm-hmm. work, whether it's in my parenting. And I teach my kids to do the same thing. So instead of cleaning for two hours, we just go all in and do a 30 minute sprint where we don't have phones on or TVs on or notifications on, etc. And I, I, I do that same thing across the board everywhere. So I always focus on doing less better. Mm. And when I do that, I have success quicker and easier and faster that I get to build upon again in the future. Mm, That is awesome. And so, uh, so powerful because I do know, and this is regardless whether you've got your own business or not, everyone's now working from home or majority of people are working from home. And that is what I'm hearing. So many people complain about like, Oh my God, how do I work from home? Men, women, doesn't matter. Going, I've got to work from home, but then the kids are around, they're distracting me. And then you're at home. So then you've got to do the cleaning. And all I can, all I can think is, um, welcome to the life of a business mom. Like yeah. who's been doing it forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I try not to be so harsh. I just, I just look at them and give them a little frowny face and go, Oh, that sounds really hard. <laughs> you know, that's no, it. In my head, I'm going shut up. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. You're making me laugh because last week I did a training for a thousand women. Right. And mm-hmm. I said, guys, you need to know that there's a good chance a kid's going to come right through this door. Yeah. Um, my husband happened to be home that day. It's just, we had to close down on Wednesdays in my clinic and I worked out perfect that that day training ended up the same day. I said, but my husband's home. So there's a good chance it's not going to happen. Well, I mean, it was like, you know, whatever retrograde or, or something happened. Mm-hmm. My kids were extra crazy. And my poor husband with all five, he's not used to doing it alone. He's wonderful, Mm -hmm. but it was tough and the baby. And so there I am literally, he hands me the baby while I'm still doing this training, just knocking it out of the ballpark, hands me the baby. I'm covered. I put the baby on the boob. I'm doing this. Another one comes in, hands me a ball to open up, walks back out and I'm doing this training and so on. And at the end, I'm like, guys, thanks so much for your patience with that. You know, and they all were like, no way. Like, you didn't skip a beat. You stayed on task. You wrapped it up and we got a point. Like you drove home your point. Like we were so excited. No way could any of us do that. Like they were just being nice. and like, no, you could do it. You all could do it. Your majority of you are not just women, but moms. Like mm-hmm. you could do it. And they were just like, you're right. Like we don't have a choice. We have yeah. to do and we should pat ourselves on the back. Like normally I would get nervous if my kids came in, but this Mm. is my life now. And I get to dictate how I want to feel. And if I got nervous because that happened, which by the way, is an old habit of mine, I would get very nervous about that. It would cause it, I would cause uh, or allow it to let me fluster and maybe not get the point out that I wanted. And then Mm. I would be the rest of the day. And now I'm just like, I have to look at every situation and figure out how to see joy and happiness in it and how blessed I am that I get to run my two businesses from home, train a thousand women with five kids on my hip and not be looked down upon for it. Like, right. Like you just, that's Mm. what we do. And, and that is, man, that is like a prerequisite for an entrepreneur of 
any kind, whether you have kids or not, right? You have to be willing to roll with the punches and you control the weight. Um, And again, I'm really interested with this pandemic to see how it changes the perception of, and I'm doing air quotes, professionalism and what's professional Mm -hmm. and how that's going to um, hopefully change in a positive way. This idea that professional is a gray or navy blue suit. Um, it's hair tied back, it's briefcase, you know, I think, God damn it. Are we that old school? Like, are we stuck in the eighties? What is this? Why the hell is that professional? (laughs) Professional is, you know, is breastfeeding your child, opening up a jar and delivering awesome value and amazing content as I have no doubt you would, you would have done with those ladies. Um, like that's professional. Why is that any less professional than if you were delivering that in like a boardroom or in a, in an office kind of space? What yeah. is the difference? The content is the content is the content, right? Yeah, I agree. And it's funny because it's something that even I know I didn't necessarily look at the same way until we mm. went through this. I, it's why I hired a part-time, um, house helper, right. For the kids and such, because I felt like I was doing so many trainings and so many podcast interviews and, and things that, Oh my gosh, how dare I have my kids interrupt, even though I mean, my kids are a huge part of my brand, right? I mean, my, my brand is millionaire Mm -hmm. mompreneur. Um, and I do tout the fact that I, a lot of times had them on my hip, but when it came down to ever doing any of those bigger things, I was always like, Nope, you know, you, they're, they're not to come in the the office unless there's yes. some sort of emergency and so on. And now I'm like, I can't change this. And I'm so thankful because it's helped me again, kind of let go of some of that anxiety that it would mm. cause me. And now I'm like, whatever. I mean, even yesterday <laughs> I was doing a masterclass training and <laughs> for some ladies of mine and my two-year-old walked in naked, nothing on out of the pool. (laughs) I mean, that would be, you know, more appropriate to not happen, but like, this is just the way it goes. And my Mm -hmm. husband happened to be home yesterday as well. So it's not like I let my kids in the pool by themselves. Um, (laughs) and he had the baby that my little four month old. So he was like, I, she just walked away. And by the time I get, I'm like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And all of the Mm. ladies that were on there were just like, if anything, they're like, no, thank you for showcasing this because it makes me understand that if you can do that, like if you can build your businesses with your kids on your hip and not have them as an excuse, but like as the reason, then we can too. And we just have to embrace it instead of get nervous about it. And I was like, yes, yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Changing our perceptions of ourselves. I've got to say, I have a similar story to that, except unfortunately it was my partner who walked in naked on no. a live Zoom meeting. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> that was really awkward. Um, and I don't know how many people saw it and luckily it wasn't recorded. So, <sighs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I just made my day. You started my day. Awesome. <laughs> Awkward moments bringing us together. Um, all right, Aussie, you have shared so much value here. This has been amazing, Jesse. Can you let everyone know if they want to find out more, if they want to follow you, if they want to be around you, where do you hang out most and where should they follow you? 
Yeah, absolutely. Instagram is my jam. I absolutely am over there every day, all day on posts and stories um, in the DM. So feel free to send me a direct message if you want to learn any mm. more and say hello. It's um, Jesse Harris Boughton. And I know that you will put it in the description so that they don't yeah. have to spell it. <laughs> yes. Yes. So fine. Yeah. It'll be in all the show notes in the description. Um, and make sure you tell Jesse your number one takeaway from this episode. It would be great if you could share that. Jesse, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It has been amazing. It has been so much fun. Um, I'm so glad we could connect. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. It was an absolute pleasure. And I will look forward to connecting further, girlfriend. Oh, absolutely. Have a great day. Hey team, thanks for joining me. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and you rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Every little bit helps. I'm so excited to be sharing this journey with you. Love some feedback and we'll see you next time.